Welcome to episode 19 of Matthewlinity. Another short episode today. Uh, there are just, just two things that I'd like to mention. Both of them are to do with John the Baptist as he is introduced in Matthew chapter 3. So I'll just read through the first six verses. In those days arrives John the Cleanser, proclaiming in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, for has come near the kingdom of the heavens, for he is the one spoken of by Isaiah the prophet, saying, A voice crying in the wilderness, Prepare the Lord's way, make straight his paths. John wore clothes of camel hair, with a belt of leather around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. Then came to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around the Jordan, and they were baptized in the Jordan River by him, acknowledging their sins. Uh, just a very rough translation. But what we've got here is uh, there's two things I'd like to talk about. One is the quotation that is linked, showing that, that John the Baptist isn't just a crazy guy out in the wilderness. This is something that we can find some justification for. Uh, this, this, we can find an explanation for what he's doing. It's, it's not just crazy stuff. It's, this is, this is, that was mentioned in Isaiah about a voice preparing the way in the wilderness. And so this is what John the Baptist this is how we can understand John the Baptist. So this has got, got this explanation here. And so I think that um, one of the things about being a voice in the wilderness is that John the Baptist has a perspective that's that's not the same kind of perspective as somebody who lives in society, in the cities, wearing ordinary clothes and doing ordinary things. John the Baptist is not an ordinary figure is outside the system, and so that's what gives him this perspective. So, in the wilderness, is is kind of opposite to being in the city, where the city has all this infrastructure, high population, all these things, all these systems are in place. Everyone's sort of together in the one place. Whereas in the wilderness, it's a very low population. It, it doesn't have the in infrastructure, and so you get a different perspective. And so being in the wilderness, it allows people to have a different perspective of society. And so this is what John the Baptist is offering, uh, an outside perspective. Even though he's not a complete outsider, he's still living in Judea as a Jew, but he's got a different perspective because he's outside. In, in some sense, he's outside. And so I think that that's a really good, helpful way of thinking about perceptions and perspectives is that sometimes you just get a different perspective when you're outside something that you just don't have when you're inside something. And so John the Baptist is offering a perspective that he's able to offer a critique to that system that that uh, is needed. That you, some things just you see clearer when you're outside outside of it. Some things, of course, you see clearer when you, when you are completely embedded into it. There's certain insights that, that only insiders <laughs> of the system will have, but there's also certain insights that, 
looking from the outside, you, uh, you can gain a different perspective. And the other thing I wanted to mention was the, the list of all these things that would be being told about John and how it's interesting the order that they're introduced. So John, the, the cleanser, the one who washes with water, he's washing people with water. So John the Baptist. So Baptist isn't a, a translation. It's just, it's just how the, the Greek word sounds. <laughs> it's just the sound of the word. But if we translate the word baptize, most Bibles don't translate it. We just keep the name as if it's just, well, that's, that's his name. But what does his name mean? So it means cleanse, wash, purify. So washing, he's washing in water. He's washing people in, in water. He, his, his ministry is of cleansing. So it's symbolic as well as literal. It, he's literally encouraging people to to wash in water, but what he's saying and doing is also about cleansing. It's not just it's not just a a ritual that he's inviting people into. It's it's more than that. So if I look at the um the way that John the Baptist is introduced, uh, it's interesting that the first thing we find out about him is well, the first thing we find out about is that, that there's a phenomenon. <laughs> there's a phenomenon about him because the first thing we find out is in those days okay so there's some sort of particular period of time that's there's some there's some sort of period of time what is it well that's the period of time of John the Baptist in those days and then we have this word arose or arrived but it's in the present tense John the Baptist arrives so we've got the verb arrives and then we have the word John and the word Baptist. So it's interesting, the introduction here, John the Baptist is a phenomenon, and we've got this word arrives, which is only used three times in Matthew. This particular word, paraginetai, is only used three times. So it's when the Magi arrive into Jerusalem from their country, and it's when we've got here when John arrives on the scene with his ministry, and then at the end of chapter 3, we'll find out Jesus arrives for baptism. So they're, they're the three times that this, this verb is used. It's so it's in keeping with this importance of something is arriving at this particular time, this particular place. So this is the first thing to notice is we've got John the Baptist as this phenomenon. And then we hear he's a baptizer. So the phenomenon, something's happening, and it's John. John who? Well, it's John the baptizer. But we don't hear about the baptizing for a while. We've got this huge catalogue of things that we find out. So after we find out that John is the one who cleanses or baptizes, we don't yet find out about how that plays out yet. We find out all these other things. So the very next thing we find out is John is a preacher. So it says that he's proclaiming. So he's got this proclamation, and then it's in the wilderness. So that's when we find out he's in the wilderness of Judea, and then we find out what his message is about. He's calling for repentance because the kingdom of the heavens is near. He believes that the kingdom of the heavens is 
coming near. It, it, it's approached. It, it's 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 happening. And then we have the quotation. But this is what Isaiah the prophet was saying: a voice crying in the wilderness. So we have this linkage to an older prophet and an older prophetic message as an explanation. And then we have the message itself, which is preparing the Lord's way, but preparing the way for the Lord. And then we have the description of John the Baptist's clothing, camel hair with a leather belt. And then we have a description of John the Baptist's food. So we've got a, a lot of things <laughs> that we're finding out before we actually get to find out that what, what's, what's the baptism thing? What's, what's going on with the baptism thing? So we've got this phenomenon. John is the baptizer or the cleanser, uh, but we find out about this proclamation. Uh, he's in the wilderness. He's calling for repentance. It's to do with the kingdom of the heavens approaching. It's linked with a prophecy from Isaiah. The prophecy was about preparing the way for the Lord. He's got this very simple clothing of camel hair with a belt. And then he's got this food, very basic food, locusts and wild honey. And then we find out about places that are coming out into the wilderness. And then we find out about baptism. So Jerusalem and all of Judea coming for baptism, acknowledging their sins. So all these places acknowledging their sins. So yeah, so the 12th thing here we've got on the catalog of things is acknowledgement of sins. Uh, which seems to be linked as a sign of repentance. Acknowledging sins is, is one of the first signs of repentance. Turning around. Yeah, so the, the baptism comes in just before the acknowledging the sins, being baptized by him in the Jordan River. So they're being cleansed in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. So we've got a, quite a long list of things that we find out before we get to the baptism. So it's quite detailed, this introduction to John the Baptist. The first six verses of Matthew chapter 3, uh, are packed with details about John the Baptist. And so as we continue looking over the next few episodes, hopefully I'll be able to unpack some of the patterns that we've got here and comparing the three sections of Matthew chapter 3. And I think that, yeah, that'll be quite exciting to do. For now, that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening.